looking for positive feedback. All right, hey guys, welcome to another podcast that we haven't done in a while. Yeah, we, yeah. We've got John and Pat in the room. We're going to talk about a bunch of different <coughs> random stuff today. Uh, we've had some questions come in, and we've got some announcements and events to, to go over. And it's been too long since we've done one, so we're going to jumble a bunch of stuff together for you here coming up. First things first, Pat, what's coming up? Shit, well, Murph... Uh, is coming up. We have Murph on um, Monday, Memorial Day, which is the 28th. It's it's literally a week from Monday. So you guys got like nine more days to prepare and everything. And then after that, in later June, June 22nd, we have two things happening. We have the Bacon Beatdown and Anna's Child is Due. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Have another CrossFit Tally Baby. Another gym baby. Another gym baby. Nice. I was talking earlier with a client. He got all worried about GTDs. What are GTDs? You know what GTDs are? What's a GTD? It's a gym transmitted disease. Uh, okay. <laughs> you gotta be careful for GTDs nowadays. What What would that be? Would that be athlete's foot or? <laughs> oh, that'd be my like my toenail getting getting on you. Keep that thing covered up. <laughs> All right. Take my strong hand. <laughs> I mean your jujitsu feet. <laughs> so the bacon ribs. beat down on the twenty third or the twenty second or the twenty third. Um, Daytona Beach. Yep, it's in Daytona. There's a lot of people going to this one. It should be fun. There was at least uh, two workouts already. I think we literally have 12 people competing. Yeah, that's a good number of people going. Wow, I wonder if we win the affiliate. Like, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. But with that said, it'd be a great time to come down and support some of the athletes and maybe see if you're interested in starting a competition or going to one. This is a pretty fun one as it's inside. But there's also normally a beach event, so it's it'll be like the outside beach swim run, maybe a little bit of both. Um, which is pretty neat and then I think on 4th of July we, we normally do a hero walk and we have a little bit reduced hours so I guess we can consider that an event too um, a couple oh. other things coming up yeah the end of July you going to talk about that yeah I do want to talk about that I was just about to mention that So and speaking to them towards the microphone sorry about that <laughs> alright so uh, guys along with the uh, with Murph and the Bacon Beat Down right um, we have the challenges that we've been running internally I hope everybody's doing great with that um, there'll be another one coming out here uh, in just a week or two. You should be hearing about that. What's that one on? Also, well, I'm not sure yet. Um, I don't know those details. Somebody else does. Is that a to the max challenge? It might be another to the max challenge, yeah. Or slightly different. That's what I need. But we also, guys, right, we all did the open. Uh, pretty soon, you will be hearing about the CF Tally Games. Oh. Right? Um, Regionals is Workouts have again. already been created, right? And so the plan here is you'll have an announcement uh, probably the week after the Bacon Beatdown for signups and registration. Now, this is going to be run strictly like a competition signups through Waterfy Arena and everything like that. Um, and we're going to host this over a weekend. And I think it's the weekend before the games, right? Is that what we decided on? Is that the weekend before? Yeah, I think July 28th. Yeah, we're going to do it the weekend before the games so everybody can have the next weekend to actually watch the games as they're going down. So this will be a Saturday and Sunday. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that announcement coming out. Also in July, we have that Run RX clinic, which I hope people are still considering oh, yeah. doing and stuff like that on July 14th, that Saturday. It's still a great price. Um, to really help improve your running mechanics and uh, injury prevention and all that kind of stuff from a woman who did it for CrossFit for like nine years. So 
uh, it's really worth your time to this, get in here and this do this This lady has expertise that we do not have. And so what I mean by that is, although we like understand pose running and we might have some drills that we can use with you guys to help you improve your pose running, this lady 100% knows what the hell she's talking about. If you ever wanted to get better at your running form, uh, this is this is the place to do it at. I know Kelsey's signed up. I'll be there. I'll be doing it. Um, I don't know if Pat's going to come or not. I'm but doing it. I know Pat fact. will come. Greg, Teresa, well, all the I'm coaches will be there because we're going to be learning to coach you guys at the same time as we're learning to do this better ourselves. So I'm um, awesome. I hope everybody takes it seriously and really does sign up if you're able to do that. Moving forward, guys, right? Just to give you a heads up on stuff, we just got in the works with a box life game for a for hosting a competition here at CF Tally, which should include all the surrounding boxes, even boxes from out of town here. So that's in the works, and uh, we're looking to have that in September. So we'll keep you updated on more things as they come along. Yep. Uh, So that should be a lot of fun. So those are our events. Those are things coming up. Check the calendar that we're going to have up in the gym real soon, right, to keep you guys more updated regularly on what's going on. I have something to talk about. We might – I'm going to do the fantasy CrossFit Games fantasy mm. competition, and I might skim a little off the top to fund uh, the memory we need to keep the podcast going. Cool. Ooh. So that we can have like. Keep, so explain keep that the, the fantasy. It's kind of like fantasy football or fantasy baseball or some shit like that, right? right. Where like you pick your players and. Right. Also like explain that. that the podcast costs. The podcast. Yeah, it costs money to upload, and so we're gonna we're we've ran out of our free space. And so now we're losing episodes every mm. time that we upload a new one. And so mm. maybe we'll skim off the top from the CrossFit Games fantasy yeah. thing. Uh, hopefully, we had like 10 people. I had 10 people last year. Yep. So and what are you buying at for that? I don't know. I haven't figured it What'd out. What did you do yet. for last year? I think last did, year it was five. I think, I think it was just five bucks. Five bucks. It wasn't but, much. It was yeah. kind of just a fun thing. And people got points for choosing Ricky Garrard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope <laughs> those people, so if they won off Ricky, they got their back. shit taken back that yeah. chicken passed them. <laughs> All right, don't do steroids. All right, <laughs> unless you're on John's team. Don't get caught. <laughs> don't get caught. I'm looking for any current steroid <laughs> users to replace my teammates with right now for this competition, based on the new event they released. So let me know. Applications are being accepted. All right, let's move forward. Let's go on to. Uh, well, I think last time we were talking, uh, I don't know if you brought it up during the podcast. At least you brought it up after it, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about good days versus bad days in yeah. the gym, uh, and kind of. As a coach, you know what are you looking at there? As you watch people maybe get discouraged about you know poor performance, and also vice versa. Sure, getting excited. Well, I'll kick this one off. And as a coach and an athlete, everybody who comes in this gym just know that we feel that pain too, right? We have those days too. I mean, shit. Look at Pat. He can't even work out right now. You know how beat up he is about that stuff. (laughs) Learn my ribs. So where I'm going with this, guys, is you know we'll have people and even myself come in here and. You know, you've done something before, but now you're really struggling to do it today or you can't do it at all. And that's just part of the ups and downs of training, right? You have good days and you have bad days and you got to take them both for what they're worth. Uh, just because you can't do something as good or better today, uh, say as what you've done in days past or months past, that doesn't mean your training isn't paying off or working. It could just be that day and there's a million factors that could go into it, right? Your sleep. You're eating, um, just the stress of that day, of the week, of the different training days that you've had, right? And remember that a PR is set on a great day for you, right? Things are lining up. You're feeling good. Your sleep was good, right? The, uh, the workouts leading up to that or anything was good. You had a relaxing weekend. Whatever it is, everything plays a factor in your performance, right? That's why optimizing all these things to the best of your ability is uh, 
super important. So trying not to get too beat up on yourself uh, for having a, a what you might consider a poor performance or a rough day, right? Try to think positively about it and just chalk it up to what it is. It was just a bad day, right? It doesn't mean everything else is a failure or what you're doing is bad or wrong or anything like that. You want to add in it on this, Pat? Sure. Um, I, I don't have a like completed thought. I was trying to think quickly to get that kind of locked down. But uh, I, I think if you guys have talked to me recently, I'm really into Stoic philosophy right now. And one of the things that they try to get you to do is to get rid of good and bad in general. It's, yeah. it's not good. It's not bad. It, it is. It just is. And so what that means for training, from my perspective, is... All training leads to something. The intent is to create a stimulus that causes you to respond by becoming stronger, better, faster, whatever we were looking to do that day. So kind of where that goes is say I'm not able to lift the 315 back squat that I wanted to. I had written down I wanted to do 5x3 at 315. And I'm warming up and 275 is like brutally hard. Well... You know, I'm still getting some intensity out of it. I'm still getting some stress out of it. I'm still going to change and be stronger. Yes, I'm not hitting the weights that I really wanted to hit that day, but that doesn't mean I'm not getting stronger by hitting something a little bit lighter that day. That doesn't mean I give up in the middle of the workout and say, fuck it, I'm going home or anything like that. I'm just, I do the work. I, I get it done to the best of my ability. Maybe I focus on a different aspect, like maybe I don't wear my belt because it's a little bit lighter, or maybe I don't put my shoes on. But the goal there is just to try to find a way to still win. Like change the game. If if you, the game originally was five by three of three fifteen, maybe the game now is you know completing five by three at anything or something of that nature. It's just maybe you know. You're not going to win the whiteboard that day, but the whiteboard isn't the goal of training. The goal of training is to be better so that on competition day, you win. Just like with the CrossFit total coming up in the bacon beatdown. Which is dumb, by the way. It's just a boring event. But anyways, adapting to your day, you know, um, if you're not getting exactly or making exactly what you wanted to, just adapt. Be positive about it. If you do the best you can... Uh, you're going to get the payoff, and that's that's kind of what it comes down to. So try not to beat yourself up. And when I see people get frustrated, myself included, yeah, I need to try to tell myself to use that frustration uh, for motivation, right, uh, to get some sleep and come in the next day and do something better or do something good or things like that instead of just getting mad and quit and going home and not coming the next day because you're just upset because you had a bad day. Get over it. Sometimes frustration is realization also yes. in the sense that, oh, man, I haven't been doing this particular thing enough lately, and that – in a way, is a blessing. Now you know. Now you can do something about it. Whereas before, you weren't aware. Yeah, I agree. I, I heard I, it was a famous golfer. I can't remember. It was um, Tiger. No, it was old Arnie Palmer. Arnie Palms. He he said something like That's this. He said he's like I don't know understand why amateurs get upset. They're not, yeah. they're not good enough to get upset. Sure, yeah. You know, And I think that's the same thing that happens in the gym. And you got to look at why did you not do as well as you thought, right? right. Did you not scale appropriately? Did, did you not sleep well? All that stuff. And so, like you were saying, like be stoic. Training is training. Learn from it and, and move on. And, you know, another thing Ben Bergeron talked about, there is no winning and losing. You know, there's achieving and learning. learning. Yeah. So stuff like that, right? Yeah. And that's mindset. I've talked to a handful of you guys about mindset already. It's generally speaking going to be the easiest. Not, I shouldn't say that. It's going to be the most influential thing you can change about your training is how you 
how your mindset is going into training. So, you know, thinking about like good days, bad days, and you know, really there's, it's based on maybe you comparing yourself with somebody else, but what about your programming philosophy when you have a, like a repeat workout and you maybe don't PR on that, on that repeat? I mean, well, you got to come back to the same factors, right? It's tough. Like when you, you have, have a repeat mile. workout, you know what I mean? But what day did that repeat workout fall in compared to when you did it the last time? And what were your training days leading up to last time and this time? You know, and people come in here and, and the weather and, and, and the running route, and you know what I mean? All things change. And for instance, your if you're going to come person. in here and back squat and last week you did 3 by 5 at 300 pounds, this week you're like, you know, I want 3 by 5 at 315 this week, you know, like Pat's example here. But the past two days, you've done a total of 800 air squats, right? <laughs> You might be a little you know fatigued, right? Uh, so don't be bummed out if you're not feeling quite up to hitting that new weight or even your old weight. Because last time maybe you were doing you know, a bunch of overhead stuff before you came into your back squat. So your legs are feeling fresh, your hips are fresh, right? Everything's good. But you need to think about that volume that's happening before those things come up. And it does play, play a role. And it doesn't mean you can't or you won't. But if you don't, that could be a reason, right? Yeah. And it could be a reason because you just didn't try, right? Or it could be a reason for what, what you my, had in uh, training. One of my favorite podcast guys, uh, Mark Twight, in the Dissect podcast was talking about this. And he's kind of a movie star trainer in a way. But he talked about how uh, th- there have been studies that have shown uh, lack of adaptation through negative thinking. Meaning that if you do a workout, you do it to the best of your ability, but so-and-so beat you by five seconds. So now you're... You're upset about it, and you're like, "Whoa, it's me, and I suck, and all these things." That can negatively affect your ability to recover from the workout, which in the end produces a less lesser stimulus from the workout. That's just in terms of how you're thinking about your training of the day. Don't overanalyze your training; it's not helpful. Well, if I'm on the right track here, what you just said, I think I think this came to my mind just immediately. The other week we did a fucking shit ton of air squats, some toes to bars, and double unders, right? And as soon as we got done with our first set of double unders, Pat was already ahead of me by like 10 air squats. And then he finished ahead of me by like fucking 25 air squats. And I'm thinking to myself, shit, not that I'm bad at air squats, I suck, but I need to get faster at air squats, right? Right. So then a week later, a week and a half later, we had this workout uh, we were doing... It's a different workout with a bunch of air squats, rowing, and burpees. The group's going to do it next week. And <laughs> when I saw that workout, I didn't want to do it because of how many air squats there were each round, how fast you had to go to finish within each round. But I'm like, you know what? Fucking Pat was smoking some air squats, so I'm going to try to smoke these air squats, right? So I did the best I could to go as fast as possible and burn my legs out, even though it made the other stuff harder because um, I wasn't trying to get negative on myself, on myself like I suck at air squats. It's just, hey... I need, to, I need to try harder, right? I need to do them a little faster. I need to catch up, right? Yeah. So I'm not I'm trying, trying to beat myself up about it, but I'm trying to use that as some motivation sure. to well, try I mean, harder I, I would say faster. that's using it in a positive way versus being like, I'm not going to do any air squats for a while. Well, <laughs> type so, deal. It's the placebo effect, the opposite, right? That, sure. that you I mean, want, you can right? rise to the occasion or the occasion can ruin you, one of the two. Yeah. And that's a, it's a competitive thing. I got thinking about programming during this talk and... Uh, besides the big events like Murph or you know, kind of the, the open, yeah. is there any other times throughout the year that you program around a benchmark or 
where you're looking for people to PR. So in in the past, I've done that with uh, like three weeks on of something where I'm thinking about Fran and I want to get people ready for Fran. So like we do some workouts with thrusters in it and some workouts with some pull-ups in it, some workouts with both of those things in it. And then we do Fran, hoping to maybe increase people's potential on it. But that's not as often the case. Um right now that'll happen when i'm having a hard time focusing on what this is for generally speaking the program is based around the strength stuff so we'll do four or five weeks of deadlifting and then we'll go back to squats or something of that nature and that might change in the fall like we'll see how things go like i want to have more conversations with some of the other coaches about what we're going to be doing like in the beginning of the year we're training for the fucking open. There's right. nothing that we can really do about that. We're not going to see a kettlebell. We're not going to do it. After the open, it's really Murph. You know, that's what the gym's focused on. We want our people to do well on it. We don't want to put anybody in the hospital from it. So it's get people prepared for Murph. And then after Murph, that's when we have the the summer lull happen, and we see people kind of not this summer, baby, because you've got the CF Tally Games coming at you. And this is part of that by having events and by showing or sharing with you guys these events prior. We have something to maybe focus on this summer, cool. um, and getting prepared for John's competition uh, will be hopefully what the programming is going to help do. With that said, I don't actually know the workouts. And something, something uh, to add to that, in trying to get more things on schedule. To help keep motivation up, right? It can, you know, when you get in a certain times of the year, it can become just monotonous sometimes to, to get in here, right? And I'll find that with myself too, again. you know? And uh, it's like you go weeks and weeks and months and you're just training, but you don't get to, you know, showcase that with some sort of event or competition or something like that. Well, you so, guys start to by so, showcasing in the day. <laughs> yeah, and then we start competing just too much in the gym, you know, on a daily basis. Instead of training, right, we're just trying to beat each other Good or something like that. between hours. So having these things spread out more consistently through the year, right, with like Murph and then the games and the beatdown and then, you know, the the Pensacola Beach follow coming up. If we can get more um, activity and interest built up in this stuff – it pushes you to, to work the training aspect in the gym and get you prepared for something that you might want to do, which really sparks the interest all over again. I mean, when you've been doing this for years like we have, um, you can wonder, what am I going to do next? Like, how do I keep my motivation up? You know what I mean? And it's by doing these things, right. you know, doing these outside events or even these internal events and challenges that we do. Those events also help you on a personal level raise your own level. What, what is really hard or what is really painful? Uh, you might think you know, but yeah. you, you'll don't. you you start to learn what working hard actually is, and it's not to say you're not trying hard in the gym. It's not. I'm not basis, we're not, not saying that at, at all. But you'll learn how much harder you you can work. What you're capable right? of doing. Yeah. yeah. Intensity is relative. You can always increase it. Right. Um, Murph, I think there's a couple questions there. Vest, no vest, partitioning. You know, we've recommended partitioning. What, I think like we're giving you guys a, a cap of an hour, and and yeah, we could like let it be open ended, and you guys just do Murph until you drop or something like that. But we've kind of seen that if if you're not really moving, if you're not done in an hour, you're not really moving very much during that hour. You're you're standing there, you're resting, you're sitting in front of the fan. At which point, it starts getting a little bit like, are they okay to continue? So where that goes is. First off, finishing within the hour is, is the f- first main goal. So partitioning is kind of up to the athlete. I personally believe doing rounds of Cindy 
is the easiest method to get through it. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some other methods that kind of break up the push-ups a little bit more, but they get so complicated that I think a lot of people just get lost in the middle. They're like, that's about, that's about it. <laughs> and they move on, which isn't great, but the take-home is you kind of want to make it simple enough so that you're not bouncing around and doing some of that and some of that and some of that. Uh, you're, you're sticking with some uniform thing. Now, I've never done it with a vest. I was hoping to do it with a vest this year. I don't think it's going to happen with uh, my injury and everything. But where that stems to is if you do it unpartitioned without a vest, you need to be going into it confidently on those push-ups. So doing 200 push-ups in a workout by itself is already kind of challenging. Doing 200 in a row in the middle of a workout starts to really bring in some different types of issues well yeah i might i have a question is there levels to this that we should be thinking about okay so first first is like attempt murph with cindy rounds and if this is your first year yeah 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 i I don't i don't suggest doing anything else i wouldn't go into my first murph going unpartitioned like 100 200 300 it's definitely i've done it i've done it straight 100 200 300 i've done 20 rounds of sydney i've done 10 rounds of double sydney um it's 10 20 30 I think I've done it once without a vest, but every other time with a vest. Um, and I, I, the the fastest for me, I think, is actually was the double rounds of Sydney. Is the fastest I've done it with a vest. And by you know, hundred percent, my slowest was 100, 200, 300. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the push-ups are hard, push-ups. but there's nothing worse than getting done with your push-ups and thinking, "Fucking three hundred air squats." <laughs> like that's such a number, you so know. And I'm like, ah, oh, I hate that. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're definitely right. Like you should break it up into rounds of Sydney, especially if it's your first one, or even if your capacity and the stuff isn't super high. It gives you, like Pat was saying, a uniformed way to do this and you can stop it at any time and build upon that really well right so instead of doing 20 rounds of Cindy within the time frame that you have you might get through 10 well you know what you work your ass off next year maybe you get through 15 or maybe you get through 20 right and you're still able to run and that kind of stuff and it doesn't ever keep you on something too long to where maybe it gets super sloppy you know what I mean 200 push-ups in a row they can start to get really sloppy if you're not right. strong them. but when you can break them up 10 in a row like that um, you might be able to hold on to them a little bit better yeah that's good so yeah in terms of using the vest you should have done Murph already in your lifetime uh, preferably under like 42 minutes maybe under 40 minutes without the vest on outside of that wearing that vest is is going to add a lot of wear and tear on you I think especially if you don't move well so if you're like a lumbering runner then you're adding a lot more fucking weight to that that pounding. And with our sweet new run, are we gonna change that from there? Yeah, we do. It out I back. have I have a mile. I know how to run a mile here in in one turnaround. Um, I mapped that out not long ago when so, when we did a mile. It'd be nice run. to share with us. Maybe that's a that's maybe I'll share it with future. you guys. You know, maybe yeah. I'll be nice enough to do that. Yeah. That'd so be cool. pretty much, you'll run straight for 800 meters, turn around and run back. Sweet. And it was a nice run. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll is do something like that. Is it in the complex? It's within the complex. Yeah, wow. you don't go outside of it. Cool. Oh, that'd awesome. be awesome. Mm-hmm. And the other idea was out to the right. Out to the right, and then you come back up the yeah. hill. Get, it was it was an easy. It wasn't super place. confusing. Huh? You would start like your normal four hundred meter runs, and you would run towards the new route up the hill, 
come around down over the bridge around the building and I mean I can I could maybe even do a little practice like 800 run film it so everybody knows where to go and when you get to that point just turn around and run oh, hey guess what if you tell me the run I'll map it you're no longer running you are working strength period <laughs> five weeks right now alright <laughs> there is nothing run. beyond five minutes of work for you right now alright that's it just deadlifting deadlifting in purely anaerobic capacity work that's it so that's yeah it. if you don't move well if you don't run well I wouldn't wear that vest because you're Squat's gonna turn into a good morning. Your your push ups are gonna look like crap, and you might hurt your shoulder on the pull ups. It's just not really necessary. 100, 200, 300 of it of unweighted movement will generally speaking be a good day for a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, times on that is it like nine thirty and ten thirty? Is that I think nine thirty and eleven? I think or we're doing like nine thirty and eleven thirty, but I'm not hundred percent on that yet. We were talking about yeah. Well, no, we're doing a six a.m. Because people in the early morning have asked for it to be, because they're gonna have shit they want to do or something like that during the day. So oh, we're gonna wow. do so a six a.m. gonna be a lot smaller then. We're gonna do a six a.m. for anybody who wants to, and then I think, uh, yeah, we were doing like a nine thirty and then eleven. Okay. Uh, cool. So we should have three available options. We're not doing anything late afternoon. So if that's you, um, wake up early, go to six a.m. So I will. I do have a piece of advice. Don't do this alone by yourself at three thirty <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> no like I did. Yet. Like I did last year. That's miserable. And that was that was pretty miserable. That's miserable to be alone and doing that. But it's good anyway to do. I did it with Darian and Levi like two years ago. That's not alone, but not I alone. felt alone so because of how slow they are. Savage. <laughs> that is true. Last year, I felt like I, I think I feel like I did Murph alone because I wore a vest and some other people didn't, and so they were already done with the run before me. And I was like in my own. I don't space. think that's the they best. They were out on the run before me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wearing a vest and they weren't, so it was the fucking vest. Right. We're gonna blame it on that. <laughs> well, my vest weighs fifty pounds. So my vest did weigh 30 pounds last year too just so you know what was that because you had the vest plus no I just had the vest <laughs> <laughs> well you're looking trim that's all I'm saying competition time you man look good. it's time to drop some extra weight that you don't need yeah alright I eat donuts add it back on with the vest yeah alright well I think that's I think that's a good place to, to stop it yep and uh, there's a lot going on it's exciting time. We real time. soon, by the ropes, that whiteboard that's got a bunch of scribble on it, we should have a big calendar of events and things like that that will be up there and we'll keep updated so you guys can have a visual and see it. Um, Nico. 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 Oh. Oh, no. Be on the lookout for that. Eric Strauss, don't break the pulley system. Oh, yes, guys. A new pulley has been installed. It is made for one bag or the other. That's it. Right? Keep it to one bag. Don't add both bags. You can also call it our new skier. <laughs> <laughs> Happy day, guys. It looks like a ball sack. 